Hello and welcome back to the Green Out Podcast. Um, this is your co-host Aiden talking right now. Um, if you can see me, if you're on YouTube, I'm wearing a suit right now. And that is because we have a very special episode ahead of us uh, talking about a lot of great stuff. Um, Joby has plans. I got plans. I think this is going to be a good episode. So uh, strap in, you know. Uh, if you're in a car, put your seatbelt on. If you're not in a car, um, find some duct tape. Whatever you got, baby, just hold on tight, all right? <laughs> hold on to your hats. All right, so, so I saw Uncut Gems yesterday. And as did I. Gotta say, gotta say, ex fucking spectacular movie. In my opinion, it was great. It was. I thought it was the most intense, edgy movie of twenty nineteen. Not the best, but like the most intense. Hmm. Most um. What do you call it? Stressful. Most stressful movie of twenty nineteen. Hmm. Yes, I would actually agree with that. Definitely, it was. If and I, I, I thought the movie like really stood out because like. Half most of the cast have never been in a movie before. Have mm. never acted. Kevin Garnett's first first movie, and he actually did a damn good, really good. Even though he's just playing, so oh, for obviously. Sure. But like he did really good. Like his scene, like when he's looking into the opal, and he's like all fucking tripped out. Mm. That was that was a really good that scene. Thought it was great. Um, holy shit, Julia Fox. Julia Fox is a fucking smoke, bro. Hmm. Like, goddamn, bro. I couldn't. I was like, shit. She's her first movie did pretty good. Really? A lot of people. Yeah, her first movie. She's an Instagram model. She's not even an actor. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, that's good casting right there. Pretty good. Say good. Yeah. Her character is almost uh, similar to like, maybe. Uh, I want to say, I don't know, this might be off, but like Sharon Tate and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, played by, uh, I don't know, just like, not much of a you know, character, like, I don't even know what happens to her, we don't really know what happens to her at the end of the movie, she has yes. like, all the fucking money. Yes. Which um, I think is, I think is good, because the movie follows the main character. Just so you guys know, as a heads up, um... We're going to spoil this movie, probably. So, if you don't want to get this movie spoiled for you, I will put uh, a time in the description, or above me right here, or an audio clip of me saying the time right now. Skip to the 24-minute mark. Fantastic. Uh, I would definitely recommend this movie. I think it's really good. Um... But we'll get into that, you know. We'll talk about it. Can we do the podcast an hour later from now? An hour later? Yeah, an hour. Or so I don't know. I I just let you know. Uh, what he's doing the lawn right now? Yeah, he wants me to come out and help him. And he's like just being an asshole about it. All right. Yeah. Um. When we come back, I will not be wearing a suit. Uh, where were we? Uh, I was. I think. I was... oh, we're talking about uh that Instagram model. Cut... Oh yeah, Foxy. Uh, no, Joey Fox. Foxy <laughs> Grandpa. Uh, no. What the fuck was that? Um, yeah, Julia Fox. Yeah, she was probably my favorite character, actually. To be honest with you. Really. Yes, I think she's pretty much. I don't know. I think she's very redeemable in the fact that she actually doesn't really do too much wrong in the movie. And I feel like her being rewarded in the end is kind of like, um, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I would hope that she ends up giving some of the money to his, his kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I thought the movie was great. Uh, uh, so many of the characters are like real people doing that real thing. Like Mike, uh, you know Gary? 
dude he was betting with, he used as the gambler, you give the money to and they bet. Yes. That's my his that's Mike Francesca. So Mike Francesca is a radio host. I know him way before the movie because I listened to listened to him a few times when he's on the radio. Sometimes you get in New York, I don't know. You're in the area, like Connecticut. But uh, he he was told he was he was given no lines really. All he was told was Adam Sandler playing this character is gonna say something to you and you react to him like you react to like crazy Colin talking about sports. That's why his his reactions sound like they're so like uh if I could play his reactions they're very they they sound like someone who's like on a radio host. Like he's like I wanna put twenty three thousand on on Celtics, Garnets, lead rebounds, blocks and points. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to um and he's like, that is the craziest, that's the stupidest bet I've ever heard. Oh, Dude. yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, that was real. The fucking, the two jewelers, the jewelers who he brings the ring to? Yeah. They seem like actors, right? Nah, they, um, aren't they from that show? That, no, they're not from any show. Really? Those are, those are the actual jewelers at that store. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. The dude, um, remember the 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 Uzi dude, the Russian dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like he's like I think he's a Russian immigrant who got who quit because he got fucking beat up by the uh, the mafia, the Jewish mob. Hmm. That guy is a real jeweler. He's actually on Instagram, and he also hmm. is a jeweler. It's fucking crazy. Like the the dude, the the uh, the two brothers, the twins who were like were looking for money from something else, and they gave him a fake Rolex. <clears throat> yeah. Those are real. Those are two real dudes. One of them is a um goes around the country trying to collect famous people's autographs, and the other one's like some other type of collector. They're not actors either. Huh. Yeah. Which is weird because it's a, a very natural movie. You know, like there's no scenes in that movie where I'm like, that doesn't sound like a real person. Yeah, you I know? think so. It's very real. Mm-hmm. Even the ending, even the ending, like those dudes are mob guys. They just been locked in a room for like four hours, and they've been made fun of. And this dude owes them money. They don't care if the dudes get a million bucks. They're gonna kill. Them. If they yeah. hadn't killed him, that would have been a, that wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. Well, I knew like, he was gonna do it the second he let him out. You know. Yeah. I mean, was it still shocking? Yes, you know. But um. Anytime I don't know. Make it, it's, it's, it's you don't product, expect it, yeah. It's a great movie because I thought there's very many ways to look at it. It's like you could look at it as an allegory, as a as a four caution tale of gambling, where mm-hmm. he he continuously fails and hits, but then fails again. He's all he does is get more into it, and even when he hits it, he hits the big one. He's still not gonna stop gambling, so it doesn't even matter that he died. Because at one point he would have been right back at the bottom again. Yeah. I thought it was, but the ending was cool because it's when you have a movie where the main character is in ninety, like say ninety nine percent of the whole movie, like yeah. every single scene, like he's in every single one. He is in every single scene, except the only scenes he's not in is the beginning where it's in Nigeria. Yeah. And even then that involves him in the scene in the scenes at the end where Julia her name's Julia in the movie end thing. Really? Even when he's yeah. But it's mm. like Defore. It's funny cuz her last name like the fucking movie is like like I can't even say it's like Italian, but um yeah. She she in the scenes where she's getting the money at the casino. Yes. But besides that, it's all it's all him. He's in every scene. It's I I gotta give Adam Sandler props for this because he's never done a movie like this and he he nailed it really honestly. He ha- he has. This is the first one that's hit like hit. He's just really. Oh yeah. Well yeah, he's obviously done other movies, but I don't think he's ever done anything as serious as this. I should, I should, I should, have you heard of um? It's like Punch. Let me look at it. I every every comment like under like. Uncut gems where like they're talking like someone says like this is the first like movie they've seen like this is the movie they always reference like no he's been doing this before but like no one's noticed it because it wasn't like 
You didn't get all the advertising. Let me see. Yeah. And A24 makes fantastic movies. Oh my god, yeah. Like, um... Fucking, um... Moonlight? Midsommar? Um... um, Mid-90s. Mid-90s. Movies. Uh, what's that? Lighthouse. Lighthouse is supposed to be really Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie is really well written, because a lot of the stuff that I, I noticed when I was watching the movie... And then when Tim watched it, I was editing uh, last week's podcast, and uh, Tim was watching the movie, and I was listening to it, and I was like, there's a lot of repetition in this, you know? And what I think is, like, funny, something that I noticed, and this is my theory for it, is throughout the movie, uh, (laughs) this is silly, but... It's called... I found the movie. It's called Punch... Punch... Drunk Love. Oh, Punch I Drunk Love. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've heard of that. I don't think I've seen the full thing. 2002, damn. That's still kind of a comedy, though, I think. Yeah. But he's, he doesn't play the fucking... He doesn't play Adam Sandler like Adam Sandler plays in like, literally every... Say, yeah. Like, <laughs> Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Grown Ups, 50 Mr. Days, Deeds. Daddy Blended. Um, Lil Nicky. Basically, he doesn't play Adam Sandler. So any movie he's not yeah. playing on. I could, do you like Click? You think Click was a good movie? Some people are divisive. About I that. haven't seen Click in a long time, but I'm gonna go with no. It's I think it's probably movie. funny, but not in a good way. This is um, Uncut Gem surpassed to me personally surpassed the uh, Longest Yard. It's my favorite um, favorite Adam Sandler movie. Oh yeah, I forgot Longest Yard. That was Longest I guess serious. Yeah, it's it's sort of serious. Like it's got people die, like fucking Chris Rock dies. Yeah, spoilers. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 come on, it's fifteen years old. I know it's fifteen I mean, years old. You can used to be the spoil. Like, come on. Yeah, it's it's old enough. It's, if you haven't seen Longest Yard by now, if you haven't seen Longest Yard, what the fuck are you do? Like, honestly, you're an idiot. It's fine. Like, I'm assuming you're brain dead. Oh, look at that. Rotten Tomatoes gave uh, the longest year out of 31. On the, what a surprise. Rotten Tomatoes, what shitty takes. Who saw that mm. coming? You'll uh, love to see it, though. Played. Every so often when you find a movie that, like, is critically acclaimed, or just like a cult classic and Rotten Tomatoes is shitting all over it, it's like, fuck you. But And then you see a movie that's universally hated. sought as just... Well, it's not even hated. It's universally seen as just a cash grab and, like, just shit for retards, and Rotten Tomatoes eats it up. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck you. I bet they love, I bet they, they love that new movie that came out by Michael Bay. What is it? Six Feet? Or something like that? I don't fucking know. Michael Bay should be elite. It should not be illegal for Michael Bay to make a movie. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy that he's the same dude that made Armageddon and Tobacco. Mm. Those came out in 1998 and 1997, so it's... Oh, it's a 96. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know, but still, it's been 21 years since that dude's made a decent movie, and no, and oh my god. Like, yeah, some of those movies have made us, like... Transformers 1 and 1's okay. Mm. I guess 2's okay, too. Yeah. Uh, he's still shot... He's still shot... 13, a girl that's supposed to be 16 or what? What was Megan Fox supposed to be in that movie? Like, 17? Probably, shit? around there. Shot her like a fucking softcore porn. Fucking widow. But, um, he's an absolute, he's a creep. I hate him. I hate him, and I hate everything he does. Yeah. I think he should be incarcerated for making shitty movies. <laughs> it's not even that they're shitty. Like, it's one thing to make a shitty movie, but it's another thing to make a shitty movie that has a $100 million budget. Yeah. Oh, I didn't explain uh, the repetition of uh, Uncut Gems. I thought it fit. Well, about repetition, it kind it's all real. Like, yeah. I knew what was happening in all the basketball games because I watched those basketball games a lot. I remember yeah. that in 2012. Re- and it's crazy that they found the perfect basketball player because they knew they were saying the movie in New York. So they had to find a basketball player that was going to be in the Northeast yeah. or... Three times it was gonna have three games in one week, and he had to have two great games and one bad game. 
bad game. In the one middle. bad game in the middle too. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be because that's yeah they had the fucking. It's really system. well written. Um, it almost yeah, it feels like it was fucking. It feels like the the, the world was it was written world, but when you realize that the only thing in the world that's not real is fucking. Adam Sandler's character, who could be a real character, like he sounds like a character that Joey yeah. Diaz would talk about. Yeah. Sounds like fucking Joey Diaz, actually. You know, I think. <laughs> a little bit, I guess. I, there were points where uh, Adam Sandler's accent was a little bit too Jewy, you know, like yeah. he got really nasally, and I was like, "All right, uh, I, I don't know." It just it it took me out of the movie for a second. I was at the very beginning. So, I don't know, it's understandable. But when I talk about how well it's written and the repetition, there is one thing that I noticed throughout the whole movie, and I think I'm a genius for noticing this, right? The repetition of Adam Adam Sandler saying that he's gonna come. Oh, yeah. Throughout the entire movie, he's just, like, the first time is when his eyes get really small, and he's like, I'm gonna come. And then he says it to the girl... He says it a ton. And finally, yeah, you know, what what, ev- what eventually happens to Adam Sandler's character? He looks like he's about to come. He gets shot in the fucking face. He has, he dies. And what is death but the ultimate orgasm? Yeah. He finally came. <laughs> and then they zoom, and they zoom in on the fucking, I thought the craziest thing is that, like, they tie in, you watch the when you I we watched the uh, most of the movie, not the whole thing, but like I was looking at the black opus scene. I didn't notice in the first scene, like when Kevin got that looks into it, they literally flashback to like images of his life, like when he's getting married and shit. Like I didn't notice it. It's like for like one frame each. Like there's a frame of him in high school, and I, yeah. I never noticed it. I thought he was him, and I thought him him and the, the two unsung characters that were him. I thought he was an amazing for a first time actor. Mm-hmm. I thought he did excellent. I thought, um, but our boy Darius, you know, stole the show. He didn't steal it, but he did. He fucking oh, um, dude from Atlanta and uh, get with out. Keith Stanfield. Yes. He yeah, great. he was good. He plays, and it's so funny. He play, he the most famous, the three most famous roles I know for him are like mm-hmm. nothing alike, like absolutely nothing alike. Darius, yeah, fucking. Just a fucking Gary, like, uh, yeah. what would you? He's spacey. You... Yeah, he's like, he's like, um, Mike. It's like, uh, what's it? what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he smoked pod. <laughs> like Neil deGrasse Tyson on Shroomies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he's got the fucking Get Out dude. Which yeah. Is like, we don't. It's a very normal character. <clears throat> yeah. Every man. This dude's this dude's the fucking um. What you, what would you, I don't know how to describe this character. I thought he was a good character. He's a hustler. I think um. His reactions are real. Like when fucking he brings um Adam Sandler to the Celtics basketball practice, he just fucking dips on him. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny when uh, he goes to the weekend and he's like, "Did you bring the opal?" He's like, "Nah," <laughs> and then he's like, "Why'd you come here then?" He's like, "To watch the fucking weekend perform." Why is anyone else here? <laughs> I was like, "Shit, dude." I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, this is the scene. I watched like an analysis of one of the scenes, and it was about the scene where this. Seven different problems going on at one time in the movie. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Darius, uh, what's his name in the movie? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, he's fucking freaking out because he's trying. He's about to quit because he's pissed mm-hmm. off at uh, he's getting because he's getting pulled different ways by yes fucking uh, what's his name by Rand by um <sighs> fucking. Adam Sandler's character. Yes. Uh, fucking, uh, what kind of thing? Howard, Howie. Howie, yes, right. By Howie. And then, he's got the fuck, he's getting the call from his doctor on his colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. His, his, the dude who needs his fucking Michael Jackson cross chains outside. 
the dude who fucking the the Jew. I don't even know the dude. He's got bald head. I was talking about earlier. Collects fucking yeah. Shit. He's outside. The fucking mobs on his ass. The fucking um. His wife's pissed off at him. Like he's yeah. got every like every. There's so many problems. Like every every time he walks down the street, someone news like, "Where's my money?" Oh, you stressful money, movie. Uh, I got I got you I got you next scene. I got you next. Mm-hmm. I got you. Next scene. Next like scene. Oh shit! I got you that on page uh, thirty-five. <laughs> but it's the movie's non-stop. Like there's no time to breathe in the whole bunch of hours. It was awesome. Like people complained about that. People complained that the movie was too fast. And it's like, are you like? You That's the whole point, you know. You have you feel like, like re- you're. Like, these monkeys need to go fucking, like, go back to Marvel or some shit. Like, you know you've made an effective movie when one of the characters forgets about something, and the audience forgets about it, too, because there's so much shit going on, you know? Like, when he forgot to pick up the ring, or, uh, like, I got that. I was like, shit, like, yeah, he did forget that, but I wasn't thinking about that, you know? That reminds me of what they tried to do in Atlanta, but I don't think they they nailed correctly. Mm Mm-hmm. It was only because the move the episode was only like thirty or forty minutes long, and that was this where he forgets the gun in his bag. I loved that though because it was like the the I, payoff for that, that was so was, good. I know, but it's like it was very. I don't know. I saw I saw it coming like a mile away. Like instantly when they mentioned the gun in his bag and it's at the end of your bit, I was like, yeah, he's gonna bring that to TSA. <laughs> like instantly, it's like, but it it was. That was a good episode. I enjoyed yeah. it. I just like the ending part, you know? Like, I, I kind of saw it coming, but not really. And then at the it's, end, I was like, that just fits well, you know? Yeah, too bad it's not... Season 3 is not coming out until 2021. Oof. Yeah, I mean, Donald can take his time, you know? He's he's busy. Yeah, but I think I... I remember seeing that they also are going to add more, like, episodes. They're probably going to be... I'm getting like a one or two more flashback episode, like a flashback episode, like it added to it. Yeah. And if they do, I want a flashback episode from him, like at first. Hmm. Yeah. Get a good episode of Ern at Princeton. That'd be good. Get an episode of um. Maybe get an episode. Get a childhood episode, maybe like middle school. Or something, I liked. Whatever. I liked the middle school episode that they did. That was that was really fucked when they uh the fu- the FUBU episode. Yeah, the FUBU episode. I can't believe the fucking. I thought that was a little unrealistic how it ends though. Mm. Like the kid, the kid killing himself. Over... The he has yet to even get bullied for it. It's, yeah, it's that was a little like what. Yeah. It made it, it, it made no sense because the kid like was super confident and then like one thing I don't know maybe maybe he had a glass house. He had been building up his glass cells for years, or like something else is happening. Perhaps you never really know what's going on with people. I think one thing that the two of those have in common is the, like, um, the I'm talking about Atlanta and um, Uncut Gems is the feel of it. Yeah, you feel like you're in Atlanta, and you feel like you're in you feel like. That's very like the even the the music in Atlanta is fucking spectacular. Oh yeah, it's surreal. And the shots, yeah. the imagery of both of them are very good. Oh yeah, like, like the the weekend scene, the, like in the club, is very well. Yeah, it's amazingly lighted. Looks great. I think the it's, best it looks thing like a rave. when you're like making, you're choreographing, or you're um like lining up shots. If every shot in your movie could be screenshotted and used as a wallpaper, you've done it right. Like that's what I feel like. All right, uh, that's so. That's very true. Yeah, like that's like. If every scene, like you can watch the trailer and you can tell a movie's good. That's what I mean. Like you mm. watch a trailer and if it looks like another movie, then I don't care. Like you look at movies, and you can tell good directors know what's going. You look at a. Quentin Tarantino movie, you see fucking saturated, you see fucking everyone's fucking looks like the orange almost, it's all bright. You look at a Martin Scorsese movie, everybody's fucking like, looks like they're coked out. Yeah. Fucking woof, woof, Wall Street head ass. It, everything looks great. Then you look at a fucking, it's like, you can tell, like, 
Look look at the movie. Who's the dude that directed fucking <clears throat> uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Mark Webb. You look at that. Sh you look at that shit. That shit looks like a fucking CW show. Yeah. Like a, it's ridiculous. But like, that's what I think. If you're gonna make a good movie, you gotta figure out how you're gonna shoot it. Like, how is it gonna like? I don't think I hate the way that some movies are shot. Like, I don't like. I that's why I like fucking. Mm -hmm. I thought it was shot the best of any uh, Marvel movie ever made. Like, of all the Marvel movies, it was shot the best by far. Yeah. I felt like I was watching, like, John Wick or something. Great. Yeah. That is a well-choreographed movie, too. Yeah. Oh. What was another... The, what, what was the other movie? What was the other thing we were going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Either Acid? Yes. Um. So, not too long ago, I took i think it was 300 milligrams of lysergic acid diathamine mm. and um so before that there was this period in my life where you know like e even if you look at podcasts uh beforehand you can tell i, I don't really believe in god like there was up until maybe like freshman year uh i was like catholic and then i kind of started to lose it and i was like eh and then um you know and, and quick disclaimer uh i don't think acid is for everyone um you know i think you should only take it if you're ready if you're mature or you if you have a stable mind like if you, yes there have been because there have been cases like people who are formerly like unstable taking it and then like oh for it. sure if you have a family history of schizophrenia don't take acid like that's just uh right off like, the bat like literally like this fucking the ex the ex police chief of Sedgwick's son took acid and fucking got, got a permanent high he's, he's still high in it yep it fucking it a permanent trip fried his brain just fucking fried his brain Yep. But, it, like, if you're a perfectly normal human being, then, yeah. Oh, for I, sure. I, I, start, I would start with mushrooms, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, It's definitely a different... Basically, um, I took one, mm -hmm. which was, I think, 300, and I didn't really feel anything for about an hour. I, uh, <laughs> and also, mom, if you're watching this, um, I'm sorry that this is the way that you're finding out, but I'm not sorry that I did it. Um, <laughs> uh, alright, so basically, I tried to plop it into my mouth at first, and I fucking missed, <laughs> and it landed on the floor, and I walked over to the mirror and I stuck out my tongue and I was like it's not on my tongue he was like what do you mean it's not on your tongue and I was like it's not on my tongue and um I walked back over I, I was like oh shit it's on the floor I put it on my tongue and then my mom called me and I was like fuck <laughs> so I talked to my mom for about uh five or six minutes with it on my tongue which was pretty fucked up and then I you know I was hanging out with my dog cause it was thundering and lightning this night so, like, you know, the atmosphere was real, and I thought to myself, like, oh, should I not take it? Should I take it? It's thundering, lightning, you know. But I took it anyway because, you know, that's a, a unique experience. But the storm went away before it even kicked in, so it doesn't matter. I looked in the mirror, and uh, I wasn't really tripping at all, but I was looking into my own eyes and I realized that I can uh, control my pupils mm. so I was sitting and this was not a fake thing because I have a video of it you know I was I was actually fucking around um, just dilating my pupils on command it was crazy and then I went downstairs and Tim was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm sat down on the couch we're just sitting there laughing at it and um like the faces started to get bigger and smaller like the noses 
And then we went outside for a quick minute or so, just kind of chilling, you know. Um, yeah. And then we came back inside, and that's when it fucking hit me. <laughs> like, I was... Um, we sat down on the couch, and immediately, like, I was looking at my phone, and I was like, shit, I'm on, like, 3%, you know? And... I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to get some water. Because I, I stayed hydrated, like, a ton for the entirety of the trip. Because mm. when you're, you know, doing stuff like that, you know, you got to make sure that you're hydrated. Because if you're not, you're going to fucking faint or it's going to hit you too hard. Anytime that you're ingesting any drug through your liver... You yeah. got to stay hydrated for sure. You know, even alcohol, especially alcohol, you know, it's just important. It's just stay hydrated in general, like even if you're not taking drugs. But um, it, it didn't hit me hallucination wise. It hit me in my brain, like in my concept of time is where it hit me most for the entirety of the trip. And I... Was like, all right, I mean, hmm. Did it feel like you were high forever? Yeah, it it felt like a really long time. Like, here's here's what happened. So, I went upstairs to go get some water, fill up my my water uh, containment unit, and I came back downstairs, and then I, you know, I stood between the pillars of my basement just watching Tim watch Curb Your Enthusiasm for a bit, and then I walked back upstairs for um. I, I really don't know why. I said hi to my dog. I walked back downstairs, uh, stared at Tim for a little bit, walked back upstairs, walked downstairs, and then I was like, fuck. This feels like a dream. Like, you know when you're lucid dreaming and you realize it's a dream? Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. Like, and when that... When you, when you realize it's a dream, and then the dream immediately turns on you, Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. And then I got stuck in a time warp. So I was walking up and down up and down the stairs for, like, maybe three minutes, but it felt like three hours. Uh, and I had no, no idea why I was doing it. I kept forgetting why I was going up and down the stairs. <laughs> and I was, like, I, I was standing there, and I was like, shit, this is for real. This for real feels like a dream, you know? And I sat down on the couch and I got my book out and I started writing and I wrote uh, like four or five pages. I couldn't stop writing. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's kind of hard to read because uh, the page was moving as I was trying to write it, but I'll see if I can find this. All right. It's like borderline unusable, but some of these lines are kind of cool. Um, talking to my mom, acid on my tongue, it feels like I'm falling through time. Am I going retarded or going blind? My pencil broke, I'm out of rhymes. Pencil broke, I wrote that twice. That was genius, that's my life. Me, oh the lyricist, lost in lines. They call me the ego, lost in time, lost in the L and LSD. Curb your enthusiasm, three little maids are we. <laughs> A dated reference keeps me tethered to reality a piece of genius or complete madness the melting of ego in my sadness just untethered from my friends lost in writing but that's okay is this good does anyone care no time left that's not fair up at 130 is that weird does that rhyme i guess i'm just a boy lost in time kind of choppy i know to the morning, my reckoning. Eh, I don't know. the The rest of it is pretty much gibberish. It's very hard to read. Yeah. But while I was writing that, I kept writing about genius and going crazy. And for real, when I was writing it, I was like, I can't stop writing this because this might be really good. But also, I felt like I was completely losing my mind. Like, I was like, shit, I'm going to lose my entire personality in permatrip for the rest of my life. Like, that was a legit fear 
for a, a while, you know. I went upstairs to charge my phone because um, I was talking to my cousin, I think. Um, and my phone was about to die. I threw it up on the charger, and uh, I was sitting on my bed. I was still writing because I couldn't stop. Went to the bathroom. I was taking a pee, and I was still writing. <laughs> like legit, I I was I was double handing it. Uh, <laughs> and then I stopped writing because I was like, I need to focus on walking and not going completely insane. I walked downstairs without my phone, and that made me realize, like, shit, I really need my phone. You know, I was I couldn't be without it. Which, that's a, in, in, uh, foresight, that's a pretty good, um, observation that I can't live without my phone, you know? Yeah. Which is absolutely true. Um, about my waking self and my acid self, because I, I, I was like, I need to talk to my cousin right now, like... Because Tim wasn't talking to me. What were you did you realize, was it like a dream? Like, did you realize, like, when you were out of it, do you remember getting out of it? Oh, of the trip? Yeah. It was more of a slow fade. So I'll, I'll get to that. Um, because I was up all night. And me and Tim were uh, just watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I was freaking out because I needed to go get my phone. My phone was still on 3%. So I took my phone from upstairs. And I recorded, like, a shit ton of it. Like, I have uh, a lot of video just so I could remember. But to be fair, I actually remember pretty much everything. You know? My my recollection of it is really good. You know, I, I didn't really miss out on a lot. Because um, my brain was moving so fast. And then I brought my phone downstairs, right? And um, if you have any questions, too, about it, feel free to ask. But um, I brought it downstairs, and I p- put it on the PS4 charger. I was taking videos about around me, and then I really started to see shit move. Like, I was looking at the lava lamp. I took a video of the lava lamp. <laughs> It's not doing anything in the video, but for me, it was going crazy. And, you know, Tim took way more than me, you know? I took one. Yeah. And he was just dosing it up. I was like, I have no fucking idea how he does that, you know? His tolerance must be so fucking high. And, I don't know. For me, it's like... I am not going to do, you know, LSD for a long time, you know, for a while. Because it's so spiritual for me because of what I'll talk about in a second here. You should do DMT next. I wanted to DMT. I think, you know, if anything, I'll try shrooms. Because, I mean, I, you know, I took them on New Year's, but they didn't. I think microdosed. Shit started to move. I never got dizzy, you know? I never had trouble walking. I was very much myself for a while, you know? Like, I was very in control. It was like everything was moving around me, but, like, physically I didn't really feel changed at all. You know? I was still me. And then I went through ego death. Like, a small ego death, you know? Like, for a while... Um. We're switching through movies because I changed it to uh, Rat Race, and then I was watching the intro of it. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Rat Race. No, but never. it's very early 2000s, and the intro is like paper cutouts of the actors with giant heads, and I was like, this shit's fucked. I can't watch this. <laughs> and then we watched Midnight Gospel. Um, oh, oh, shit. That's the way. Yeah, for sure. It was really... Which episode? Which episode? Um, it was, I believe, the second episode. Uh, so the episode, the meat, the meat episode. Yes. I, um, 
then you know me and Tim hung out that for a bit. Good. That's that's good because that one's about God and death. Yes, yes, it is. Which I think heavily influenced the rest of my trip because you know Tim was like, "I'm gonna try to get some sleep." He went upstairs after we were hanging for a while, and then um, I was like, "All right, cool." I put on his uh, black Tim's. I was in my pajamas. I put on uh, a playlist that I had curated specifically for the trip. I um, I think I had my computer open, but I wasn't really doing anything with it. I was just kind of staring at it. And then I was staring at the ceiling for a while, and that shit was going crazy. And then I walked outside, you know, and it was probably about 4 in the morning by this point. And, um, smoked a little J by myself, and I walked around, you know, and I was just, like, really just, I I walked down the street and shit, like, I was just, you know, nobody was awake, so I was just enjoying myself, like, looking at all the houses, uh, breathing, a lot of breathing, (laughs) it's fantastic, you know, everything else was breathing, so, like, why shouldn't I be? And I, you know, I walked down the street and then I got back to my house after walking for a while and I looked up at the trees and they weren't trees, you know, they were hands with eyes on them and they were waving at me. And I was like, shit, this is so weird. Is this bad? And then I realized I was like, well, isn't this what you always wanted, you know? the attention, the the eyes on you, and I was like, shit, that's profound. And then I looked up, like, directly up, and I saw this, like, purple and pink, like, almost like a tube, like a holographic tube with, like, it felt like it was moving downward, like, in waves, and it was, it was above me. It was, like, encapsulating me. And... What I um kind of like interpreted that as was like my consciousness being downloaded into this flappy, weird meat body that I possess. Mm. It was yeah. real weird. <laughs> but throughout it, I felt. Like, when I didn't have my phone on me for the beginning of it, I felt very disconnected from everyone, you know, because Tim wasn't talking to me. I was like, am I even real if I'm not talking to anybody else? That was a legit thought I had. (laughs) I was like, shit, like, if nobody else is enjoying my company, like, what's even the point? Like, do I even exist? Like, am I going to die if I don't talk to anybody? So that was a legit concern for a while. And then once Tim went to bed, I was like, well, I must just enjoy this. And that's when I really, like, felt so at peace. And, you know, I was staring at those trees for a fucking while. And I went back inside, and uh, that's when, you know, uh, I've talked about Amelia before. Yeah. And she texted me, and that was fantastic because I finally had somebody to talk to because it was 4 in the morning. Nobody was up. Uh, And her sleep schedule was just as fucked up as mine. So Uh, she was talking to me for a while, and I was like, so if if we die, right, and our consciousness can chill, do you want to, like, chill after we die? And she was like, yeah. I was like, cool. You know, I was asking weird shit like that. Um, but I felt, like, really connected to everything, you know? Like, I felt, like, this overwhelming presence. It was really great. Um, and, like, just, like, there was something, you know? Like, that, like, for a while I felt like I was part God. Like, I was moving my hand and shit, and, like, I was, I was, like, you know, changing the surroundings with my mind. And I was like... I, I actually feel that. I do feel it. Mm-hmm. I, when I When I was... Um, totally different, but like mm-hmm. when I ate 300 milligram edibles mm-hmm. while I was alone at my house, 
at night. I mm. shit you not. Like I would, I would imagine a music, and I would hit. I would hit something. I would hit, imagine words. Like I would hit something, and I would hear those words come out, like somehow. Like you, wow. it felt like I would. I, I would like to think is that like because our fucking brain is connected to our eyes and our fucking ears, and yeah. our brains are fucking like psychedelic. It's doing this thing. It's like. If we can create a whole universe inside of our, inside of our brain when we sleep, I, yeah. it wouldn't make it would make sense that we could create a universe that we sleep. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's really like part of what I um, was experiencing was like I felt my soul in my head, and I was like, really, if you think about it, like we're not real. Like consciousness is just. Like, my eyes bring data into my brain, and I interpret it however my brain feels. Like, my brain could trick me at any time, you know? And, you know, your brain does trick you. It makes you think you see shit that you don't see. That's an evolutionary trait, but still, you know? Like, what if someone were to just shut that shit off? Like, what, what if reality looks different, you know? And how we see or perceive it. What if someone who is blind and deaf did ask? Mm. What would their reaction be? That's a good question. Like, because everything, like, they don't know what color. Like, that's what they see. When you do ask it, you, your brain goes through, I'm guessing, memories almost. Like, it's mixing up memories mm -hmm. and shit. You see colors and images, but like if you don't know what colors and images are, you've never seen them. You've never heard any of the, anything. Like what? What happens? There's no way to tell because they can't communicate with us. Good. It's, well, they could, but they can't really communicate to like to the extent that someone like you and I can communicate to each other. But it's it's just crazy to think about that. Well, that's actually really funny that you say that because um, there's this thing called Charles Bonnet Syndrome. Um, and it happens in people who have sight and then they go blind. And sometimes um, when they get older, um, they, they get these hallucinations, like vivid hallucinations like colors and they see all this shit but they're blind so it's like um they, they have no control over it but um i think they've realized that it's not real of course because they're already blind but very crazy i think they would have like this is weird but like i think you gave someone blind acid i think it would have catastrophic repercussion i don't know why but i feel like it it feels like if you took a gun if you shot off a gun that i with the uh like if you shot a gun but the the fucking hole that kind of what's it called the fucking um barrel was blocked and it blows yeah. up in your face i feel like that's what it, that's like what's gonna happen yeah, yeah that, it might be like that i don't feel safe like giving someone like i want i got really i bet this test it's definitely a test to see what happens yeah. Then, then they do. Then they do um, like LSD tests back in the sixties, like fucking um. Yes, they did. Until JFK went through that. Went through that shit. Uh, it was called um, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. That's sick. That sounds like a that sounds like a really cool anime. <laughs> MK Ultra. Are you gonna watch MK Ultra this Saturday? <laughs> Bro, did you catch that new episode of MK Ultra? I'm sure it's a show. So, uh, I just looked it up. What do blind people see when they take acid? Um, so, what they say is, um, they say the test subject never uh, saw any visual images. Uh, he said, I can't see or imagine what light or dark might look like. Um, but very strong auditory hallucinations and an overlap of synesthesia. That's cool, though. Um, 
XD just sounds like an X-Men character. Yeah, just a character in general. Um, but basically... Fan- isn't Fantasia one of them? Like, one of them? I forget, I can keep it going. Fantasia? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh... You know, the bitch that... The fucking bitch from the... the uh, fireworks? Box. Yeah, she, like, she used suits fireworks, right? I, Fantasia. I don't... Okay, whatever. I don't know. It sounds like it, but I think it, it I think it's like Jinx or something. Um is it Jinx is the bitch from fucking Teen Titans Teen Titans villain. Oh, you're right, you're right. Oh, uh Jubilee is her Jubilee. name. Jubilee. Jubilee. Actually somehow pretty close. It feels like it. But anyway, um to get back to where we were in my little, my very long story. Um, so I got back inside and I was talking on the phone with this girl for a while. And she was like, stay up with me. And I was like, I'm not going to sleep anyway. And then she fell asleep immediately after that. So that was pretty funny. And then I walked upstairs and the sun was rising. And I got into my bed and I was like I can't believe I kept my clothes on for this entire time <laughs> so did you not wake up until me and Dom showed up like, um, no I, I I didn't I actually slept I went to sleep and I woke up around 12 so I probably slept like 6 hours yeah me and uh, me showed up at like what like seven or something. Oh yeah, you you guys are pretty late. Um, like Tim tried to make bacon and he burned the shit out of it, and I woke up to the <laughs> fire alarm. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but basically, to sum it up, we were um, hyped to wake up and not be in high and not be high on LSD. I, um, I think as I was going to sleep, I wasn't tripping i was like it started to fade off with the sunset which was really or sunrise yeah. which i was guess really if you cool. fall if you fall asleep you're pretty much not high that's not i mean not necessarily because i've fallen asleep mm-hmm. and woken up high high no wait high on lsd no no high on what? anyone can edibles. fall asleep high on cards i've done that many times oh yeah i've done that i've woken up high on edibles and shit yeah but i feel like acid's different Oh, for real. For sure. I don't know. Uh, you hear a lot about acid dreams. Mm. So. That's a... an interesting concept. But basically, uh, to really sum it up, it was a religious experience because I felt connected to everything. I felt like I was God, but I also wasn't ready to be God. And... A lot of shit, but basically, I have faith that there is something, you know? I don't know what it is, but there's something. Mm. And it wants us to be nice to each other, and, you know, you're part of it. Yeah. Yeah, you told me and Dom that when we uh, showed up at your house. Yeah. (laughs) I had, like, no idea what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I woke up feeling like bliss like everything i walked like downstairs God is... oh yeah for sure like it's like all the colors were so vibrant just like i looked in my backyard and like it helps that it was spring but everything was so green you know it was beautiful yeah. really and it, i wasn't even tripping it was just natural beauty of earth beautiful planet you know so yeah. uh to yeah. to just yeah <clears throat> i think it's an important experience and i think more people should have it i think that it should be legal i think a doctor should you know probably should be used for therapy probably you know maybe for what do they say it's good for like didn't they say uh addiction PTSD? Uh, addiction, addiction ptsd um 
I'm thinking mushrooms, maybe. Uh, mushrooms or ayahuasca. There's something yeah. about shutting down the part of the brain that's like, I guess, uh, fidgety or like memory correlated or or something. Well, isn't, isn't 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 just like you have? Isn't just like PhD like memories resurfacing, like in be in being confused with oh. memories are real like. Well, PTSD's like it's um. It's just it's just a, it's an un, it's a memory it's an awful memory that just resurfaces in real, real time to you. It makes you think of everything. It's fucked up. It's like a state of anxiety, I think. Yeah. Um. Oh, MDMA. That's what's recommended to take. Or or not recommended, but it has been treated with ecstasy. Ah. Uh, eighty percent success rates. Damn. Wow. That's pretty good. Um, honestly, it's like it's so silly that psychedelics aren't being used for treatment and for all this shit. Like, it's just so stupid that, like, because of racism and, um, like, this bias. And uh, Richard Nixon is really uh, largely to blame but one can only hope that our culture will become more um, open to the use of drugs and their correct usage. You know, I don't think I'm going to do it for a while, like a long while. But if I ever do it again, I think I'm, I'll try a blindfold and like headphones and just see what comes out, you know? Damn. Maybe you go crazy. Hmm. Well, I would have a, a guide. <clears throat> I think um, part of what made my trip so panicky at the beginning was just the fact that we're in quarantine, you know? Like, I haven't seen a lot of people in a while. So it was just me yeah. and Tim and my phone. Yeah. So it was like... And they say uh, this existence is only in sight, like, like yeah. being there. If a tree like... falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, did even happen you know that's really what was going through my mind that's crazy all right well before we decide to cut it off now it's yeah. 645 it is but, 645 uh, quickly i want to talk about how the way they wrote howie harry ratner the main yeah. character of the gems is the best way to write it is it way better than all these fucking lame ass characters you know these other movies because instead of being a past, letting the story come to him and everything's going around him, mm-hmm. he's the one fucking doing. It. He's the one doing. It. I think yeah. it's. Awesome. I think I love characters like him, and they is one of the people I watched too. Is like doing an examination on the character to compare them to. Um, ironically enough, Larry David and the, Larry David on the Curb Your Enthusiasm the Jew. Yeah, as a character who doesn't who is always. Always moving. The the story itself is not like on. It's not like. I feel like so you watch some characters like some stories, and you feel mm-hmm. like the story isn't being progressed by the protagonist. Like the protagonist is not moving. It feels almost like the story is like an elliptical, or like not even not an elliptical. A um, what's what do those things in malls that bring you up floors? Escalator. An escalator. I feel like an escalator. The movie, the story is moving the character. Yeah. Like well, that passive character. But with the hero's journey, that's really what it is. Yeah. Just mm. sort of lame and outdated at this point. Yeah. It's, it's past its time. It's, it's, which also brings along the, the fucking popularity of anti heroes. Basically, all heroes now. Except for like a few movies. Except for Marvel. Um, but. I think it's tremendous to see a character who is moving, this, who is not passive. He's doing it. He's doing. It's. We. It's like a character who you who you only like. You like him because everything goes against him. It's. It, it looks like it makes you really feel like the antagonist is the world around. Him. Yeah. It's not one. Which is which I think a lot of people can relate to. 
I think it's so... It's weird because I sympathize with him, like, a lot. But, like, I don't like him, like, as a person. But I feel for him, you know? Yeah. I shouldn't like this character, but I do. Yeah, you shouldn't feel bad for him because all the problems are his his cause. With Mm -hmm. his wife being pissed at him, that's his problem having a mistress. His mistress not his mistress not liking him because he doesn't really treat it that well. Um, his the fucking his debts is all his fault because of gambling, and he realized all these problems are his fault. You still want him to see him succeed. You want him. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Tremendous movie. I, I thought I cannot fucking get over it that Adam Sandler got snubbed from the Academy Awards. For best actor, he, it, I don't care he didn't win it, but he didn't get a nomination. They gave fucking Bob fucking. I'm sorry, but fucking Driver, the dude who, who plays fucking Kylo Ren, mm, is not. Driver. I don't. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him nominated for any award. I'm sorry, I can't stand this actor. Don't care. Uh, don't want to see fucking. Who's who's fucking dude from uh? Fuck it. Leonardo DiCaprio, only in that off name alone. He did not. I watched fucking watched Part Time Hollywood twice. Did not deserve to be. He wasn't. Yeah. He was not even the close to best fucking acting. In. Fucking yeah. Brad Pitt stole that. Brad Pitt stole that show. I don't care what anyone says. Brad Pitt's the character mm-hmm. of that movie in my eyes. I don't know. Sharon Tate yeah. was a fucking way better character in that movie too. Or fucking Robbie, uh, Margaret Robbie, whatever you call her. Um, mm-hmm. But he didn't. I don't think he deserved to be there. But mm-hmm. I think it's. Just, I think it's just because it's okay. I'm gonna go two different. Uh, two different possibilities. One possibility. Three different possibilities. Don't even think about movies, which is true. They don't know fucking shit what they're talking about. Yeah. Because it's who's it decided? Isn't it who the fucking losers decided? I don't know. Ah, uh, white people. Yeah, white white idiots. Fucking boomers. Boomers, that's mm. what you're gonna say. Say boomers. Boomers and zoomers. Fucking coming again. Ruining everything. Yeah, but them. It's either that. That's option number one. They don't know fucking shit about movies. Option number two. They. Uh, they wouldn't. They would not soil the name of their fucking award ceremony. They're fucking puny. Fucking. It's almost golf. It's like the history of golf. Like fucking lame as fuck. And just a bunch of old white people who will still believe in like royalties or shit. Hmm. But that they the two they wouldn't soil the name of their fucking best actor by having fucking Adam Sandler be a nominee. Be nominee. And they also and then what else? They wouldn't fucking. And the third, which very possible, they didn't want to have a character who who. Portrays Jews in a, in not a great, in not a great light, on a as a nominee. Yeah. Not, because you know, you know who runs fucking Hollywood. You know who runs the. You know, everybody knows. Alan Brando said it, and they fucking silenced him for it. Make sure he never said anything again, or whatever. Um, yeah. That's that's. Uh, Tim would love that. Tim would love that off. He would eat that shit up. Hmm. Yeah, I think Tim would probably agree with you. But it's it's a fucking travesty, and it sucks. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you look at those movies. What, 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 which one of those movies? People are gonna remember fucking. I don't even know if they're gonna remember Joker. Maybe not. They might not remember Joker. Now I think about Joker's a little bit of forgettable. It's a good movie, but yeah, they're gonna forget about. They're not gonna. Forget about what's about time in Hollywood, but even though I still think it's one of his, one of Quentin Tarantino's lamer movies, in my opinion, but whatever, mm-hmm. still a good movie. I think Uncut Gems is gonna like, it's gonna last. I think it's still a movie that people. I'm gonna definitely watch more movies. Yeah, I think it's a movie that's like isn't fucking in the crowd, which I think is the worst. Movie. Hmm. Be in the crowd, at least be different. Be a two, a two four. Fucking different. Um, 
You want to watch Scoop? I don't know. I didn't really... I'm not a big fan of the way that um, Shaggy sounds in that movie. What does he... I haven't, I haven't seen the... I haven't seen the trailer. What does he sound like? You just gotta watch it. That's all I gotta say. It just... It don't... Don't sound right to me. But that's just me. Um, I haven't watched... I haven't watched Birds of Prey yet. I haven't either. I don't know if I'm even gonna watch that, though. Anything to say before we end this podcast, Joby? Uh, hmm. Cut it.